Professor Clive, I read it recently that the difference between truth and conspiracy is time. And uh, <laughs> I know you go up. I know you go no, up. I like it. I like uh, people. I love talking about misinformation, disinformation, which is very close to my work experience and life and what I'm doing. But I have to talk about conspiracy, right? And why was conspiracy so successful during pandemic and even now? And by the way, can you explain to us what is actually conspiracy? So is that a GF, it started with JFK or it's... No, it's been around for... First of all, relatively successful. Let's, let's <laughs> just call it that. <laughs> successful. Not okay. successful, relatively <laughs> successful. Successful in the eyes of the conspiracy theorists, which is probably a conspiracy, but let's not go there. Now we know the answer. Um, <laughs> look, for as long as there have been people, there have been conspiracy theories. Um, there's the old expression, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you, is another, <laughs> is another example. Um, where do conspiracy theories come from? It's a very fine question. It usually, they usually come out a group of people who, for some reason or another, have a different view of the general view of society, of the prevailing, of prevailing views in society. Interesting, um, yeah? Please, okay. can you so, explain? And they, they have a, a prevailing view of society. Uh, they, they differ. Now, some of the famous ones, the famous ones we know at the moment that are floating around is QAnon. Now, now, QAnon have this bizarre, and it is bizarre. I've got to say it's bizarre. It is bizarre because it's it doesn't matter. I try to understand what not, it is, but... It does yeah. not... It, 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 I struggle with it. And that one of the QAnon conspiracy theories is that the world is being governed by a socialist elite who are... Um, who are indulging in hidden paedophilia worldwide. That's a long explanation. <laughs> no, this is one of the current theories. Okay. Now, first of all, you do what's commonly known as the pub test. And that is... Pub test. The pub test. Okay. And that is, really? Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound even remotely possible? The answer is no, it doesn't, if you sit down and debate the logic of it. But there are people who will adhere to that. There were people during COVID who said that don't have the injection because Bill Gates is going to inject a microchip is into that, you. Isn't that true? I don't know, Bill, what do you think? <laughs> Maybe call the Bill Gates or something. <laughs> what okay. you've got to, and again, it's the pub test. Does, pub that, test yeah. does that actually sound as though that's even remotely realistic? The answer is no. Bill's actually not interested in what we do. Um, he's, interest, he's interested in what Apple do. Yeah. But Bill's not interested in what we're doing, really. Notwithstanding that, they can already do that anyway because we carry these around. Well, I have the one question a little bit later for you. Cool, we'll cool, come cool. to that in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but conspiracy theory. Where it comes out of is that a group of people disagree with a, a, a widely held belief or have a belief that goes against a prevailing uh, societal movement. Yes. And what they do, they get into a, fa um, a, a thing that's called groupthink which was something that was created, detected years ago by uh, a guy called Irving Janus, uh, was the professor who created it. And basically, um, it's when a group have an opinion about something that holds sway no matter what. Yeah. In, in face of all of the evidence to the contrary, we're right, you're wrong. Um, now, a lot of people could say, well, that applies to the other side That's of society, society, but this is strictly definition of it. When it gets excessive, you end up with, with mass hysteria. 
uh, is, is when you, you get excessive stuff. Now, the example of that is a long, long, long time ago, um, there was a group on, I think it was Jamaica or somewhere like that, or in South America, and they were a, they were a cult, and they had a leader called Jim Jones. I heard for him, and, yeah, yeah. And they all committed suicide that's, by drinking Kool-Aid, and, yeah. and that's where the expression drink the Kool-Aid comes from, because they drank the Kool-Aid and they all died. That's mass hysteria when a, a, a charismatic leader or group of leaders influences a group so strongly that they all take up the argument and they all believe in it. Uh, it's actually quite... That's actually scary. It is scary. Uh, it is scary. And when you... Um, when I hear... I mean, the thing that concerns me is that when the vast bulk of scientific evidence says that's not true, people will stand there and say it is true. Now, we have a couple of politicians at the moment in this country, more than a couple, but we've got a couple who are headlines. But they're experts, right? Who, well, <laughs> apparently, I'm going to say, being a furniture salesman apparently qualifies you in, <laughs> in pharmaceutical discourse. Yep. Now, I'll hasten to add, I am not an expert in pharmacology. I'm not an expert in epidemiology, but I have expertise in risk management and I've worked in medical risk management. Yes. Um, so I, I've read a lot of the material and I can read a lot of the material because of that, which says to me, well, actually, what the things that they are claiming for some of those treatments yeah. are incorrect uh, and dangerous. Well, thank you for clearing this one. What's the conspiracy and why conspiracy theory is successful? And I want to say thank you, Professor Clyde Small, for answering this question and I hope you enjoy this one. If you have any questions, please just write below and Professor Clive is going to answer.